Today we preview the Week 17 game between the Jets and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers ahead on the Locked On Jets podcast. You are Locked On Jets, your daily New York Jets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Jets podcast for Friday, December 31st, 2021. I'm your host, John B. from GangGreenNation.com. Thank you for making this show your first listen each day, and thank you for joining me on this final show in the calendar year 2021. Today we are here to preview a Week 17 game between the Jets and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It may be Week 17, but it is not the end of the season. That's something we'll have to get used to going forward as the NFL is in its first year of an 18-week regular season with 17 games. The Jets' final game will be a week from Sunday at Buffalo. But we have the home finale this weekend against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Kickoff time is scheduled for 1 p.m. Eastern on Sunday. I'm actually on the West Coast, so it's 10 a.m. Pacific time this game is scheduled for. Last weekend, I had my first ever West Coast NFL Sunday, and I gotta say I loved it. I've been visiting family for the holidays. It's pretty amazing when you don't have to wait all morning when you wake up, and the game is almost ready to kick off. You can watch with your breakfast. Actually, the best part of it might be that Sunday night football ends at a reasonable hour. It ends around 8, 8.30, so you can still do some other things after the last game has been played. I have to say, I am now loving being a West Coast NFL fan, although this is my final week of being a West Coast NFL fan. I'm really going to miss it when I have to go back to waiting till 1 p.m. for the games to kick off. But, of course, we have Jets fans all over the world listening to this podcast. I'm sure many of you will be watching at 1 p.m. Eastern. Many of you will be watching 10 a.m. Pacific time. Many of you will be watching at night in Europe, all across the world. No matter where you're watching this game, thank you for joining today as we talk about the Jets and the Buccaneers. Interesting series history between the Jets and the Buccaneers. You know, you may remember a few weeks back, I told you when the Jets were about to play the Philadelphia Eagles, the Jets have never beaten the Eagles in a regular season game. The Jets are 10-2 and two all time against Tampa Bay, so the Bucs have beaten them a couple times, but generally speaking, this series has favored the New York Jets. And there have been some fairly memorable games in recent memory. If you go back to 2000, there of course was the flashlight game. The Jets had just traded Keyshawn Johnson to Tampa Bay. They went to the Buccaneers to play a road game early in that season, and Keyshawn Johnson in that week kind of got into a feud with Wayne Corbett. Keyshawn Johnson said, I'm a star, I shine forever, Wayne Corbett's only a flashlight, and Corbett ended up catching the game-winning touchdown pass late in the fourth quarter on a halfback option from Curtis Martin. 2005, the Jets beat the Buccaneers 14-12. It was a horrible Jets team against the Buccaneers team that won the NFC South that year. Vinny Testaverde had come off his couch that year because the Jets had a number of quarterback injuries. So Vinny entered, it was his first start of the season, and he beat the Buccaneers you know, maybe like 10, 11, 12 days after being on his couch, he came out of retirement to help the Jets out and led them to a win in, in an otherwise lost season. Go back to 2013, these teams played in the opener. It was a year the Jets were supposed to be terrible. They ended up going 8-8. Eight and eight. They had a dramatic 18-17 to 17 victory as Nick Folk made a long field goal late in the fourth quarter, helped out by a dumb penalty by Levante David hitting Geno Smith late out of bounds. 
The Jets actually looked like they had lost that game as Tampa Bay kicked a field goal with under two minutes left to take the lead, but the Jets put together a drive aided by that penalty and the Falk field goal. And then the last meeting between the teams was 2017. This is actually one of Tampa's two victories all time against the Jets. They beat the Jets 15-10. Ryan Fitzpatrick was the quarterback of the Buccaneers in that game. So kind of an interesting series history between these two teams. In this game, it would be a major shock if the Jets were able to pull out a victory. The Buccaneers are currently 13-point favorites according to betonline.ag. They come in as the defending Super Bowl champions. They are one of the favorites to repeat. The Jets, of course, are having a rough season, even though they've doubled their win total from last year. It's going to be a tough task for the Jets to win this game. And, of course, Tampa Bay is led by a guy who has tormented the Jets so many times in Tom Brady. I'm not sure there's been a team that's been as tormented by Tom Brady as the Jets have been through the years. So, you know, we'll see what happens. But I've been on the bandwagon uh, that these games still matter. I know that a lot of people don't care about them. I know a lot of people are rooting against the Jets because they want to see the Jets lose to improve their draft position. I am not among those people. I don't think that there's as big of a benefit as the perception is losing games for draft position. I just don't think that there's much that's gained by picking a few slots higher. And beyond that, the best thing that can happen for the Jets in any of these games is for Zach Wilson to play well. And I know there are a lot of people who view the ideal scenario is for Wilson to play well and the Jets to lose, because that means your quarterback is making progress. Listen, I don't care if you want the Jets to lose these games. I think you're going to accept a scenario where Zach Wilson plays effectively, even if it means leading the Jets to a victory, even if it means hurting the Jets' draft position a little bit. But I think Wilson... He's in a tough spot this weekend because he's playing against a defense that obviously helped win the Bucks win a Super Bowl last year, led by Todd Bowles. And listen, you know that Todd Bowles wants this game. You know that he's going to pull out all the stops to, be, to beat the Jets because he was not happy with the way things went down when he was the head coach here. And to some extent, you can under to some extent I can understand it. However, Bowles really did not do a great job as head coach of the Jets, but that doesn't matter. I mean, he's going to want to win this game. I think he's going to try and pull out all the stops. And listen, Bowles may not be a great head coach, but even the worst head coaches got the job typically because they're a great assistant. And Bowles is a great defensive coordinator. So Wilson has his work cut out for him. And I think Wilson's chances in this game come down to how healthy his receiving core is. There is talk that Elijah Moore might be 50-50 for this game. Maybe Jamison Crowder can play. Maybe he can't. If the Jets go out there with the receiving core they had last week, I don't give Zach much of a chance. It's not his fault, but it's just going to be very difficult for him to operate. And even last weekend, where I thought he played pretty decently, he only threw for a little over 100 yards. And that was really because they did not have much playmaking ability at the receiving position. I mean, Berrios played well, but he's you know he's a limited guy. He's a role player. And after that, I mean, Denzel Mims has become a zero. Keelan Cole's not much better than the zero. I mean, those are two guys who have been disappointments because they were supposed to help provide the Jets with receiver depth this year, and neither has really done that great of a job on a consistent basis. And if they go back with that receiving core, it's going to be very difficult. And it could be another type of game where the Jets really have to lean on the run game, leaning on Michael Carter, leaning on Tevin Coleman. Listen, Michael Carter had a heck of a week last weekend, but this is a bigger challenge. And I think it's going to be very difficult for the Jets, if they have a one-dimensional offense against this Tampa Bay defense. This is not Jacksonville, and they depleted Jacksonville defense at that. Things are going to be much more difficult this weekend, and I think the Jets need these receivers back, especially Elijah Moore. 
I think Crowder would help as well, but Elijah Moore is such a difference maker out there. He has been all season long when he's been out there. Maybe not all season long, but after the first couple of weeks where he was quiet, he's really come on and provided a spark to this offense. And it's not just unconventional routes. Elijah Moore is the kind of guy you can manufacture touches for in space, a jet sweep, an end around, a screen pass. And that takes pressure off Zach Wilson because it's one less play Zach Wilson needs to make. It's one less time Zach Wilson needs to sit in the pocket and decipher the entire defense for the Jets to have a productive play. So I think Elijah Moore's ability to play in this game or his lack of ability to play has an outsized impact on what kind of a chance Zach Wilson has. And I think the stakes for Zach are this. Over the last couple of weeks, you've seen some degree of improvement, I think. But you wonder whether this is part just part of the natural ebbs and flows of quarterback play. Because I don't think Zach Wilson's been great the last couple of weeks. In fact, I think there have been some games where he's really struggled. There have been, definitely been points in all of these games where it's been a struggle for Zach. So, yes, he's cut down on turnovers. And, yes, it's possible that you're seeing Zach Wilson improve. But it's also possible this is just part of the, the natural swing of things that you know maybe it doesn't maybe it's just marginal improvement and you're going to see a regression you hope not but if Zach Wilson goes out there and plays a really good game against this kind of defense and again I think he's going to need Elijah Moore I think he's going to need to a lesser extent Jamison Crowder to make this happen in this game if he can do that then you could say all right now we're seeing real progress whereas if he falls back if he throws a couple interceptions if the Jets offense really struggles I think that kind of undoes any of the progress you think you may have seen in the last couple of weeks. So I think Zach Wilson's got a lot on the line this weekend, but it's also not going to be easy for him. And he needs Elijah Moore in the lineup, because if he doesn't, then I don't know that he has much of a fighting chance. I think the Jets will have to be one-dimensional on offense, and I don't know that the Jets really can even stay in this game. Of course, there's another side of the ball. The Jets have struggled all year on the defense, And now they have to play against the greatest quarterback of all time. We'll talk about what they can do ahead here on the Locked On Jets podcast. As I mentioned, the Jets are playing Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time this weekend. You should know that Built Bar is the greatest protein bar of all time. It's the new year, so that means New Year's resolutions. And if yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bar in your plans. Because Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. It makes it easier to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good you'll want to eat it, unlike other protein bars, which can be chalky, waxy, or taste like a chemical spill. You want to eat healthy, but it just gets so boring. By like week, week three, you'll be thinking, this is just not worth it. Where's the chocolate? Well, Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate, and most Built Bars are 130 calories with 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and a dozen net carbs. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your order if you do that. Again, it's promo code LOCKED15, one word with no space, L-O-C-K-E-D, number one, number five, for 15% off at Built, B-U-I-L-T, dot com. Thanks again for making Locked On Jets your first listen each day. And make sure to check out the Ultimate College Football Playoff Preview 2021 with local experts, betting advice, and draft analysis. It's the most comprehensive college football playoff preview and it's live now as alabama plays cincinnati in the cotton bowl and michigan plays georgia in the orange bowl today today we are previewing the week 17 game between the jets and the tampa bay buccaneers sunday from the meadowlands 1 p.m eastern 10 a.m pacific let's talk about the defensive side of the ball for the jets 
going up against this high-flying Tampa Bay offense. Now, both teams have some question marks because the Jets have a number of players who are on the COVID list right now, some key guys who it's not clear whether they'll be off the list by the time Sunday comes around. And the same goes for the Buccaneers, especially on the offensive side of the ball. They have some key players who may or may not be able to play. But the Jets are going to have to take on Tom Brady. And that's a familiar challenge. We used to do it twice a year. Now that Brady's in the NFC, we only have to do it once every four years. So I guess that's nice that at least if the schedule plays out the way it is currently constructed in the NFL, we will not need to see Brady for another four years. And as I said on yesterday's crossover show, I've given up on the idea Brady's ever going away. As far as I'm concerned, Brady's going to keep playing until we stop seeing him, until he announces his retirement. I was always a skeptic that he'd be able to play into his mid-40s, as he talked about, and he's done it. And he's still playing at an exceptionally high level. I mean, maybe he's not vintage, vintage Brady, but it's remarkable how close he is to his peak at his age. It's going to be a tough task, not just because the Jets have issues on defense, and there are talent issues we know about them. We know about the, the, all the breakdowns this season. But it's also going to be difficult because the Jets don't play an overly complex scheme. And if you're going to beat Brady, you really have to throw different looks at them every time. And Brady's even talked about this in the past. I've read articles where he's been interviewed where he mentions, you know, I've seen everything. I've been in the NFL over 20 years. Any look you've shown me, I can figure it out. So that makes it imperative to constantly disguise. It makes it imperative to constantly show him different things you ever show him the same thing twice within the span of one game he's going to figure it out and beat you he's the smartest quarterback in the nfl and that's a challenge because the jets play a very simple defense so heading into this game i feel like the jets maybe need to make their defensive game plan more complex but that's easier said than done for a couple of reasons first of all you have a very young team and that's part of the reason i think the jets have kept their defense so simple this year is they don't want young guys to be overloaded thinking too much when they're on the field. They want to keep things simple. And to be honest with you, even keeping things pretty simple on defense has not prevented breakdowns and it has not prevented guys from ending up in the wrong spot. The whole theory behind playing like this is that you're supposed to be able to learn every situation where you're supposed to be. You know, if a guy runs this type of route, if you see this route combination, you've seen it over and over. And because you're doing the same thing on every play, you should know what to do. It has not really worked out that way for the Jets. But beyond that, I mean, the other issue the Jets have is you have guys in and out of the lineup, you know, partially because of COVID, partially because of other injuries. I mean, you don't know who's going to play. And I think that that makes it a challenge to game plan leading up to this game. I think it makes it a challenge to install a, a defensive game plan that's more complicated. Because if you don't have guys that haven't been able to practice all week, if you have guys that you're not sure are going to be able to take the field on Sunday, then you can't really, it makes it much more difficult to throw in different wrinkles because the guy you have for a key role may not be in, on the field or you may not have had the practice time to go over his role, to really understand intricately what he's supposed to do. So it's really tough to like this matchup for the Jets. And listen, no matter who's out for Tampa Bay, there's one thing you know. They're going to be putting a lot of talent on this field. And beyond that, I mean, they can run the ball and the Jets can't stop the run. I think that if the Jets have any chance in this game, the defense needs to play over its head. It needs to be like one of those Tennessee-type games. But then you may, who knows, you may be missing some players on the defensive line. So it is quite a challenge for the Jets. I'm not entirely sure how they're going to navigate this. 
to be honest with you, I'm not even sure how I would navigate it because whenever you go up against Brady, you know that you have to mix coverages. You know that you have to do things complex, and that's not really in the Jets' wheelhouse on the defensive side of the ball. It's not really something they've tried to do. So not only are you at a talent disadvantage, but you're at a major scheme disadvantage going up against the greatest quarterback of all time. It's just a very difficult spot the Jets are in in this game. And, you know, I, I don't really have high hopes. I hate to say it. Now ahead here on the Locked On Jets podcast, we will close out the show and I'll make my prediction for this game. And if you want to make some money from your predictions, be sure to check out our friends at betonline.ag. BetOnline has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the college bowl season and the pro football playoffs. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the action this year. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code Locked On to receive your bonus. Again, that's promo code Locked On. It's one word with no space, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for this season. Because bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available. Bet online, where the game starts. This is the Locked On Jets podcast, previewing the Week 17 game between the Jets and the Buccaneers, and it's prediction time. And one thing I can guarantee you is next year, in 2022, there will be no prediction segments on Locked On Jets, because I have done a horrible job all season long. Last weekend, I picked the Jaguars. I did not think the Jets had much of a chance. And to be honest with you, that one I can explain is I was probably just thinking too much about the Jets from their own standpoint, and I wasn't considering the quality of the opponent. Jacksonville's a horrible team. I should have given the Jets more of a chance. This week, I think it's tougher because you're going up against a Tampa Bay team that's far better than the Jets are, and they have a lot to play for. They're still playing for playoff positioning in the NFC. They still have a shot at getting that one seed, which is very important because in the current playoff format, you only there's only one team that gets a first-round bye, which could be a big advantage. You know, I, I hate this matchup, Brady, against this Jets defense. As much as anything, it, it may not be about the final score. Listen, I want to see the Jets win, and I want to see the Jets punch above their weight class. But it's almost one of those games where I feel like if Zach Wilson goes out there and plays well, you'd have to take a moral victory. Because this is such a t- difficult challenge, especially on the defensive side of the ball. I just have a tough time seeing how the Jets stop this Tampa Bay offense. So I would probably go... Let's say Tampa Bay 28, Jets 17. Hopefully Wilson plays well. And hey, that covers the spread. So maybe I'm giving the Jets a little bit of credit here, but that that's my prediction. Anyway, that's all for our show today. Thank you for listening. And thank you for listening throughout 2021. Greatly appreciated. I really enjoy doing the show. I love all the interactions I have with all the listeners who reach out to me. I think we have some great things ahead in 2022. At some point early in the year, I expect that we will start having this podcast with a YouTube stream. Now, don't worry. We're not getting rid of the, any of the other mechanisms we do to send the show out. So the current way you consume this podcast will be available to you. YouTube's not replacing anything. It's just being added in addition. So if you want to see my face, we'll probably have something in the next few weeks. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to everything we have in store in 2022. Thanks again for listening. And I do want to give a special shout out to my two nephews. I said I'm visiting family this week. My two nephews, four, age four and age two, have graciously provided their room this week as a makeshift studio to allow me to produce these shows. So many thanks to them. And one last time, many thanks to you. I hope you have a wonderful new year. 
I hope it brings you everything you're looking for. And we will chat again in 2022. See you on Monday when we talk about the game between the Jets and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers.